What's going on, gentlemen? Welcome to the Man I Want to Be podcast, Wisdom Wednesday edition. My name is Keaton Tucker, and I am your host. It's February 1st, and we are going to be looking at not Proverbs chapter 1 like we normally would. I normally pick a proverb from whatever day that the podcast falls on. But we've already done a proverb from chapter one, and we've only released four of these Wisdom Wednesday podcasts. So I was like, well, I'm going to pick a different chapter today. I'm going to break the rule and choose a different chapter. So I will actually be doing a proverb from Proverbs chapter 12. Uh, we do these Wisdom Wednesday edition to the, in addition to the podcast uh, where on the regular podcast, I'll interview people or I'll sometimes just share something that's on my heart, something to help you grow. But the Wisdom Wednesday edition, we do this because if you get wisdom, you get everything else. You get better relationships, you get a better career, you get better finances. If you get wisdom, you get everything else. So the top pursuit of your life uh, should be wisdom, wisdom, chase wisdom, and you'll get everything else. Amen. Um, Today, like I said, we will be in chapter 12. We're going to look at three verses from Proverbs chapter 12. I'm going to read these to you, and then I have some comments from both my study Bible and then notes and then a a little bit of a story to tell you. All right, so Proverbs chapter 12, verses 9 through 11. It is better to be lowly and have a servant than to play the great man and lack bread. Whoever is righteous has regard for the life of his beast, but the mercy of the wicked is cruel. Whoever works his land will have plenty of bread. But he who follows worthless pursuits lacks sense. Okay, uh, three verses. There is a theme here about labor, making money, and how you treat uh, your w- the way your job and the things that allow you to make money. Uh, this is this is a this is a job about choosing your job wisely, choosing your career path wisely. Um, it's also how you steward your finances. So I want to go through this one verse at a time to kind of show you what this is like. Um, and my mama, Mama Tuck, uh, pops will laugh too. I'm going to, as I talk about these, they're going to be like, it took you 30 years to learn these lessons. I am speaking from mistakes that I have made. Definitely not from uh, good choices that I've made on these. My brothers made good choices on these. Uh, I did not. Okay. It is better to be lowly, verses 9, better to be lowly and have a servant than to play the great man and lack bread. I have written next to this something that Dave Ramsey says, act your wage. So true story. I worked at the men's warehouse for a while. I worked at Cracker Barrel for a little bit. And I worked at a pizza place for a little bit when I was like real young. And my wardrobe that I had, you would have thought I was working at a bank, you know, I, <laughs> I spent all of my money, all like $300 a week was all I really made after taxes, $300 a week on clothing. Cause I wanted to be like, Oh, look at me. Look how cool I am. I look so good. And I, I distinctly remember telling my family that I would rather be poor and look good than have money. And my mom, she probably just about had it at that point with me. <laughs> I'm like, uh, it and it is the reason I was poor up until I was like 27 or 28 is because of this mentality. I did not want I took this like I made the same mistake over and over and over and over again. When I was like fresh Christian um like not fresh Christian, fresh like 
follower of Jesus because I be, I was saved early in my life, but I, I like surrendered and let Jesus actually be Lord. There And in my life, there has been a difference between when I was saved and when I was like, okay, Jesus, you have a say. Um, and uh, thank God for my parents who, who never, gave, never gave up, made sure that Jesus became Lord, not just Savior. Amen. Um, but even up until I was like 25, when I was working at Olive Garden during my directionless years, I didn't have any money. And it's because I kept spending it trying to look like I made more money than I actually did. And I swear God blocked my income because it didn't matter where I went. It was just like, boom, boom, you're never going to make more money than this. Well, that's because I kept trying to play the great man and I lacked bread. You know how hard it is to progress in life if you spend every little dollar that you have? It's impossible. You make more money. But you end up spending it all. You just learn to spend it all. It is better to be lowly, to make, to live on less than you make, than it is to play the great man. I love that it says play because you're just you're not fooling anybody, or you might be fooling anybody, but you're not fooling the bank account. You know what's really going on there. Act your wage. It's far better. Uh, verse ten: Whoever is righteous has regard for the life of his beast, but the mercy of the wicked is cruel. Okay, um, you and I, when we go to work, we don't have um, large animals that pull our plow or um, that we're, we're not milking cows probably. That's not what we're doing in the 21st century. You and I, we're not working in agriculture. Uh, some of you listeners might be working in agriculture, but more than likely you're working behind a desk or you're working like with your hands, but you're not on a farm taking care of your beast. But the beast represents the tools and what is the other people uh, not just tools. Let's go with this. The other life, um, the other people at your job that you are reliant on to do your job. So if you're in any form of leadership position and you have people underneath you, how you treat them matters. You know, it uses uh, the beast because they're in an agricultural time, but also it is the responsibility of the farmer and the person in agriculture to take care of his primary laborer, which is the beast. But in modern world, it would be the people underneath you who help you do your job well. So you might be young, but you and you're not in a you may not be in a leadership position, but if you are, you need to have regard for the life of the people underneath you. You need to take care of them. You can't just boss them around and pretend that they don't have a life. You can't just like treat them as if they are beneath you. You need to remember that they are a human being. They have certain talents and certain capacities, and their entire work does not revolve around you. And if you are in a job like that, uh, where you you have someone above you who is treating you like scum, uh, you have a couple options. You can endure and 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 learn, or you can find a new job. Those those are up to you, but those are kind of your two. Um, I wouldn't complain about them. That won't get you anywhere. Wouldn't try to correct them because it may not get you anywhere, but you can endure and learn some stuff or find a new job, okay? Verse 11. (laughs) Mom, you might laugh at this one too. Whoever works his land will have plenty of bread, but he who follows worthless pursuits lacks sense. And then right next to that, I have tend your field. In my study Bible, this verse, uh, it kind of groups these verses together. Um, let's see where it says, um, cause it's about sensible income and sensible labors. Uh, and it says this, uh, a man who provides for his household by a, 
sensible perspective on life and sensible labors is wise. By contrast, he who follows worthless pursuits, such as get-rich-quick schemes, multi-level marketing schemes, gambling or lotteries in the modern context, or chasing dreams that will seem like a great overcomer story, but don't actually pay the bills or take care of your responsibilities. Uh, I did this as well. I had, <laughs> I, I was so determined to not work a regular job and be wise in my young years that I was like, I'm just going to do something that I'll be like, oh, look at me, look at me, I'm an overcomer. It was a worthless pursuit. It was one of the reasons I stayed poor so long. Um, and then when I finally got a noble calling, I was still not acting my wage, and I feel like God had to place me in a position where it's like, hey, you're going to learn to steward this little bit. Because as Jesus did say, if you are faithful in a little, you'll be faithful with much, which means if you're not being faithful with what he gave you, you're, he's not going to entrust to you true riches more than that. Um, you, Especially if you are a Christian, you live by different rules. Um, you live in the kingdom of God. You you don't get to live. I know some unrighteous people become very, very wealthy, but they live by different rules. Uh, you and I, we, uh, we live by different rules. Okay. I followed worthless pursuits. There are certain careers. There are certain paths that are just better than others. And there are some things that if they're a dream and you like, say you've got a business idea, take care of your responsibilities first and work on the dream on the side, work at a reasonable pace. Don't just go like, you know, throwing away everything without a plan, hoping that the dream will someday come to fruition. That's, that is unwise. Now, if you're young and single, you can get away with some of that stuff. Uh, if you're married, if you got a family and you got kids, that is, that is definitely not a good course of action. But I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm somebody who, who play, who was trying to play the great man, but he was also trying to follow worthless pursuits in the name of, uh, glory, honor, fame, recognition, money. And I just couldn't stick to a reasonable, sensible career path. It's, and I had to get that out of me. It is unwise. I know that you've seen the motivational videos about who you can become. Everybody who becomes something that you follow followed a very, very rough, difficult, strenuous path, but they also did not forget about all of their responsibilities. They made use of their time in other ways. So they worked their job. They took care of their responsibilities, and then they woke up really, really early, or they stayed up really, really late, or they gave their gave up their weekends. Give up your free time before you give up your income if you want to chase a dream or chase a pursuit. But don't give up your income. Like, give up weekends, give up your nights, give up your early mornings, like, if that's what you're going to do. But don't give up your income. And here's the other thing about this. Whoever works his land will have plenty of bread. There is an element of work that is involved if you want to have plenty of bread. That which is if you want to have plenty of money, there is an element of work. The you just got to work, work, work. You like you don't let work consume your life. You don't have to take it necessarily take it home with you. I would not do that. That is not good for your family. But there's an element where like you you only get a lot of you only get a great income if you work really really hard and you push through and you overcome at your job. And you do you go above and beyond. You have to work your field if you want there to be plenty of bread. And then your field. All of us have different callings. All of us have different talents and abilities. Work your 
field. Don't try to work someone else's field. Work your field. Now, when you're young, you don't really have much of an option to figure out necessarily of like what's your field. You will be working in someone else's field until you figure out what you're good at, what you want to give your life to, who you want to be, and what you definitely don't want to do because it's just as important to figure out what you don't want to do as it is to figure out what you want to do. And that takes a lot of time. And it's not bad to work a job you don't necessarily like um, while you figure out what you're good at, what you really want to do, what you don't want to do, and how you can make a living off what you're good at. That takes some time, and so it, but it's good to sit under some leadership or some other jobs in the meantime to learn. But eventually you want to get to a place where you are tending your field. If you are working for somebody, if you're working a 9-to-5 job that you don't necessarily like, that's your current field. That is what has been entrusted to you. Work excellently. It is amazing how far excellent work will take you if you allow it. But if you are in a job you don't necessarily like, and because you're dreaming of something else, you're doing a poor job there, you're not going to progress in either area because all you're doing is training your mind to not pursue excellence. Be no, be good where you are. Like do pursue good work where you are. Tend that field, and then you will be tended or granted your own field that you can work very very hard in. Amen. So, just to recap, act your wage. Live on less than you make. Don't pretend you have more money than you actually have to impress people that you don't really like or anybody for that matter. Just act your wage. If you have people underneath you, take care of them. Have regard for their life. And uh, verse 11, ten. if you work your land, if you work your field, you will have plenty of bread. And if you follow worthless pursuits, you're going to lack sense and bread. And you just never know where that could lead you. Thank you for listening. Remember, the purpose of Wisdom Wednesday is to get wisdom. Because if you get wisdom, you get everything else. Thank you for listening, and I will see you next time.